Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Coming up on 405 on KMOX DGS. Uh, Dave out till January 2nd. The rest of the gang here. Matt Pauly is also here. Hello, Mr. Pauly. Hello, Mr. Wheeler. How's it going? It's good. How are you? Good, good. You want to, you want to do some sports stuff or not? Yeah. Do you? Baseball rule changes? You want to go there? Let's do that. We can do a little bit of that. Obviously, we have Thursday night football tonight. We do. Uh, Rams and Saints. Uh, I'm not sure if that's a good thing for a lot of people who don't want to hear the Rams. Go Saints. (laughs) Yeah, go Saints. Yeah. Because the Rams are trying to make a playoff push. As are the Saints. And the Saints are, too. Yeah, they're tied for first place. I, I, I just habitually root against the Rams me too. Uh, on principle, nothing against the players. I don't care about them. Most of them weren't here uh, and weren't a part of any of it. And even if they were, they had no say in it. It's all about Stan. Exactly. Yeah. So I want them to lose at all possible. I try. So my wife grew up in Colorado uh-huh. and she is a huge Colorado Avalanche fan. Oh. And I try to explain to her all the time the evil that is the Cronky family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're they're Well, at least Stan. I, yes. I won't I won't include anybody else. You're not going to bring Josh into the I'm discussion. not bringing anybody else okay. into it. Just just Uncle Rico. All right. Fair enough. That's what I call Stan. He looks it's like good. Uncle yeah, Rico. Yeah, absolutely. He looks just like him. All right, so that's coming up tonight. Uh, countdown to opening day will be tomorrow. Yes. And uh, obviously the Blues play tonight. I don't know if there's a topic there. We hit that yesterday pretty much, and yeah. nothing's changed since yesterday. Nothing's so let's do changed. the rule changes. All right. What do you think? I, I mean, am, you want to outline them first for people oh, that haven't seen them, and then we can walk so through it a little the, bit? So the, the small change is there's going to be a slight change in the pitch clock when runners are on base instead of a 20-second clock, 18-second clock. Whatever. Why? That's, that's, like seriously, why? Yeah. Just they're trying to make the games a little. What are you quicker. gonna save by doing that? You're gonna save like a minute ten? Maybe. I mean, Maybe. what's the point? Well, hey, you know what? I'm not gonna. I love the pitch clock, so I'm not gonna uh, yell it, at it about worked, it. It worked great. Yep. But two seconds more is not gonna change a damn thing. We'll find out. Well, they'll give us. We got weekly emails last week from MLB telling us exactly what was going on. So yeah. we'll, we'll know for sure. But the other one I'm so happy about, like this is one of these things that I am a giddy baseball nerd. I'm so happy because one of the things that annoyed me the most about the game of baseball, the thing that made no sense whatsoever, and it absolutely infuriated me, was that the rule was that when you run down the first baseline, you have to stay on the foul side of the first baseline, yet the t- totality of the first baseline, base bag is in 
fair territory. Yeah. It's never made sense. It is stupid. It is asinine. I hate it so much. Anytime we've seen an interference call, it's just from a conceptual standpoint, it made no sense. And now finally people have come to their senses. They've extended the line into fair territory a little yes. bit. It's going to be from the line to the grass. It's going to be about 18 to 24 inches, depending on the ballpark. And you're going to be allowed to run in fair territory. May take a straight line towards the bag. I should not be as happy as I am, yeah. but darn it, Kevin Wheeler, I'm excited. I'm happy about it. You're right. It makes no sense for the base to be in fair territory and the baseline to be in foul territory. It's really hard to stay on the line. It's a little easier for a lefty. Yeah. For a righty, it's impossible. You have to cross over in fair territory for a little bit, and unless you're going to veer and take a weird shape, you're going to cut off in fair territory for a bit. But the one thing I want to see in this I want to see the use of replay to make sure people aren't intentionally deviating their path because guys do that all the time. And if they do that, they should be out. If, okay. If you intentionally change your course late in the play, that should be an out because you're trying to disrupt the throw. I actually, it would look funky. I actually think the better solution is like the softball first base where first base actually stretches is, into is foul, in foul territory. territory. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think aesthetically baseball probably wouldn't like that. Everything is supposed they don't, to look, well, they don't want to look like softball. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that from a common sense standpoint, that would be the move. Yeah. I mean, it would be easy, but you're right. It would look goofy. Yeah. And I don't think I would like it to be honest with you. Okay. Mostly because of the look, it, it would be a cosmetic thing entirely. Practically. It makes sense. You'd have fewer collisions between the first baseman and the runner. Uh, guys wouldn't get spiked. And you wouldn't have to change the base path. You could stay on that side of it and then not have to worry about it. Um, so I do I do hope, though, that they enforce. And I think they do a poor job in general. Every umpire has their own. Of enforcing yeah, that kind of stuff. And it this is one of those things where it feels like umpires pick and choose when they want to. And that brings into account of you know, why are they choosing this moment to make this call. Yeah. I mean, again, I, you'll see it on plays where the runner's coming from third to home. Well, when you're leading off on third, you're in foul territory. If you end up on the grass in fair territory, you have clearly deviated on purpose. Yes. There is no reason to be there. None. Like no practical one. There's no pr there's no real actual reason to be there other than you're trying to get in line with a throw. I would argue that should be interference. I would too. But it's also very hard to prove that that is the intent. Doesn't matter what the intent is. If you hit a batter with a pitch, it doesn't matter if you meant to or not. He gets to go to first I don't know, base. I feel like on this one, intent does matter We have to take intent out bit. of that. Uh, you, I, are, you are impeding. You are obstructing the play. Because obstruction in other ways, it doesn't matter if it's intentional or not. That is true. I don't know. I'm just, it's a step forward. Yeah, I'm yeah, happy. yeah. I'm good. I, I agree. And by yeah. the way, they're not doing any of the things I'm talking about. That right. was just, that's just me wishing that we could be a little more consistent when it comes to enforcing Various versions of interference. By the way, Rachel and Andrew have never been less engaged in the show. <laughs> uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm. I didn't. I'm interested in the new rules, but uh, I also didn't know what the old ones were. So. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. That, that, I can understand that. If I were in your seats, I wouldn't care. Either. We're going ten minutes on yeah. eighteen to twenty-four inches between a chalk line and some grass. So we got that. We've got the new time <laughs> clock. Um, they, they're also reducing the number of mound visits yeah. by one. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think that this past year was such a, a success when it comes to compressing the action that I wouldn't. I don't know why they feel the need to keep going right now. Because the numbers came back up. 
because for, through the first two, three months of the year, it was down at like 220 or whatever, and then it went up to 240. So they saw the numbers go back up. I don't think, I think if the numbers well, was, If they went back up, though, doesn't that just mean they're not enforcing the rules? No. Um, I, I think they felt like players were finding ways to well, find Well, then some take time. away the loopholes. It's not the actual rules. It's because you're letting them get away with something. Well, they did get rid of one of the loopholes because now you are no longer allowed to go take the mound as a pitcher yeah, yeah, to yeah. start an inning and not throw a pitch. Right, you know, we'll see it sometimes where... See who if the pinch hitter's announced yeah, and all that. Yeah, yeah. now if you ta- if you throw a warm-up toss, you have to, start you have to face Barring at least an one injury. batter. Correct. Barring an injury. How, yeah. many, how many of those injuries are we going to see? Oh, I got a cramp! Oh! I can't pitch. You know what I'm surprised? <laughs> I'm actually surprised we didn't see more often since the three batter minimum rule where you got a lefty, righty, lefty, where a lefty would come on, face a guy, walk a guy, face a guy. We didn't really see the intentional walks to righties yeah. on a left, right, left situation. I thought we would see that a lot more when that rule came in. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. I, I'm not a huge fan of the the minimum uh, just Based on the fact that I, I understand it gets abused, and I don't like the abuse, like you know, come in to face one batter and then another pitching change. But I also don't like the idea if a guy goes out there and is just he throws eight straight pitches that are nowhere near the zone, you can't go get him. Right, <laughs> you gotta let him. You gotta leave him out there and eat it. That, but I think it's worthy of the sacrifice to avoid. Although if you limited the overall number of pitching changes, you could kind of balance that out. So that's why. So but the, you can't do that either because. The wacky rule that they used in some independent baseball. And look, I, this is never coming to Major League Baseball. I don't like the rule, but I like the spirit of the rule. The rule is the one where you have a DH, but the DH is connected to your starting pitcher. Yeah, I hate that. And once the starting pitcher comes out, you lose your DH. No. I Again, I don't like the application of the rule, but the reason for the rule to try to push starting pitchers to go deeper into games and then the idea that there's going to be more strategy at the end of the game, I like the kind of the uh, nah. the spirit of it. It's let, never coming to Major League yeah, Baseball, yeah, so we don't have to worry the about it. The idea here is like, let's set up even worse hitters to be a part of the lineup later in the game. I, I'm not... Nah, yeah, but, no I mean, no I, um, I like... The um, I, I like actually, nine, I actually like what they did now, where you can be you can have the Shohei Otani set up. Yeah, I, I miss National League rules with the all the strategy that goes along with pinch hitters and stuff like that. Hot take: There is no extra strategy; it's just different strategy. I, okay, I, I'm not saying that there's more or less. I'm just saying I like the other strategy because better. A lot of times in the old National League way, just using the pitching matchups as an example. It wasn't strategy; it was automatic. If your pitcher's coming up in a tie game in the eighth inning, you're going to hit for him. But you're versus on, making the pitching decisions based on how the pitcher is actually performing. The double switch has essentially been taken away. It's yeah, things it's, like that. Double I, switch is easy. I it, it is easy. It's a. I worked in independent league at one point. This is amazing. Um, okay, I don't want to call somebody out. There was a <laughs> there was a manager for a team who in was the independent league. in the independent league who was part of like those great pirates teams of the seventies. So okay. this is a guy that was, he's been around forever. He didn't know how to double switch. Oof. He did not know how to doubles. My manager was Wally Backman, who I love to death. Yeah, he was great. He is amazing. He's one of my favorite baseball managers I've ever worked with. And Wally had to go out in the middle of the game when he's competing against this guy and explain to him what a double switch is. Wild stuff. I mean, I was probably eight when I figured that out. Yeah. That's not really hard. It shouldn't be. It's not. It's And I, I mean, people always put that in there as strategy. I never thought it was much a strategy. I mean, you're obviously just trying to keep the pitcher from coming up in the batting order sooner. 
That's all it really is. Yeah. I mean, not really complicated. Uh, anything else in that you want to get into? I'll Those are so. the main points, yeah. right? Those are the main points. Um, all right. I got, uh, let's do some holiday stuff. All right. All right. So let's take a, let's take a break. We'll come back. I'm going to throw some holiday facts. We haven't done them yet today, so we got to do it because we're doing it every day this week. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've got a uh, I've got a Christmas Carol fact to start with, Matt Pauly. So get your mind ready. We got, we got holiday facts. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, time for some uh, holiday facts. I've been finding different ones as we've gone through the week. Matt, I'll be curious to see if you knew any of these things. Okay. Um, You were not good with the Halloween. I'm assuming you're better with... Christmas, New Year's. Yeah. Okay. I would okay. say so. I enjoy Christmas. You know, we, we celebrate it. Halloween is not a big thing in the poly. I mean, kid dresses up. And yeah. We, you know, but yeah, it's different. Yeah. Well, I remember the game and it did not go well. Okay. I do too. <laughs> but then All I right. came back with a fury the next time. Yeah. Couple, couple yeah. of quick ones. So do you know the origin of We Wish You a Merry Christmas? No. Like wh- what brought that song into its existence? Anybody? Bueller? Um, I think you saw like your friends and your family, and you th- they thought I really wish that they were there. <laughs> and you were like, "How can I express this? What sentence can I construct to express that I want them to have a merry Christmas?" The origin of that I song, it, in fact, is is uh, the help your your service staff asking the bosses for booze. Oh, we won't go till we get some. Okay. They're, they're asking for booze. All right. Uh, yeah. I don't remember that part of the song. I need you to sing the it's whole thing. It's one of thing. the other choruses. Sing. I'm not singing that song. You guys There's are something about Figgy Pudding. That yeah, yeah, not that's it. Yeah, the song. yeah that, I, didn't, I don't, I don't, I don't oh, that sounds gross. I've never had Figgy Pudding. I don't even know what is it anybody? is. No, I nope. don't. No, I've never had like a fig. Eat. Really? No, I don't think so. Have you had a fig newton? I'll try Oh, yeah, then I guess I have had a fig. Yeah. Yeah. Never. By the way, gross. I mean, are fig, is it actual figs in Fig Newtons or is it more uh, no, like fig sure. flavored? No, no, I, I, I'm sure it's in there. It's all mushed. It's, the, it's like all gross and stuff. Uh, oh, figgy pudding looks gross. Look at this nonsense. That does look very gross. It, it, looks, like, it, look, it looks like dog food. <laughs> it yeah. does. I was going to say it looked like the canned cat food, but yeah, mm-hmm. it looks like canned pet food. 
Ugh, no thank you. Anyway, that's the uh, origin of the song. The, the the house help, the servants, the maids, the butlers and such. That's how they would they would bother the I don't even they're not the, the bosses, I guess. They would bother the patron the patrons the of the overlords. house. The overlords. The overlords. They're yes. They would bother them for booze. Okay. That's what they wanted. Um I did not make that up. I, I saw that. It looked up. I mean, how would you make that up? <laughs> It'd be really weird if you made that up. Yeah. <laughs> I've been known to tell a tale here or there. Uh, <laughs> Before the show, Kevin's like, oh, my gosh, I need Christmas facts, and I can't find any. <laughs> Starts making so, them up. Just make them up. Nobody's going to know. They'll be telling them to other people. That's what happens on TikTok. People just say stuff, and everyone's like, wow, that's real. Yep. I knew that. Um, what percentage of total emails, like all the emails sent what percentage of them are during the holidays? Oh, gosh. I'm going to say like 2%. Okay. Yeah, I feel like there's less work emails, but then there's more commerce emails. Oh, good point. Yeah, so commerce emails, I'm going to say like 70, 60 or 70. I'll go, like, I'll go 18%. Okay, 18%. What do you say? Of all the total emails of the year? Uh, 70%. 25% uh, well, of all emails are during the holidays. Okay. Which is, I mean, think about it. It's basically, what do we count it as? A month, maybe? Yeah, it's one-twelfth of the year, and it's and three it's quarters. 25% yeah. of the emails, so that's a that's a pretty significant fact, wouldn't you say? Yes. Uh, let's see. There was another one, and I just lost it. That has to, by the way, Dang include it. every Black Friday email, right? It goes back to Thanksgiving. Uh, it doesn't say. It just okay. says holidays, so I'm sorry if I don't have enough detail to back that up. I didn't click on the link to see what the research was. And, <laughs> oh, you uh, didn't look something up. I you thought you double-checked everything. Up. I do, but not these kind of things. <laughs> this week, Mr. Kevin Wheeler on his crusade of uh, people need to look more stuff up. This yeah. happens all the time on the show where somebody brings a fact and then whenever questioned on it slightly, the, 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 we're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't memorize <laughs> everything about the fact that I wanted to say. Uh, did uh, So the, here's another one that I saw. This one's not as cool, but this one. Do you, so you guys have all seen Christmas Story, the movie? Yes. Peter Billingsley plays Ralphie. Ralphie's the kid. Do you know he's in another major Christmas movie? That he has a role in another major Christmas movie? And do you know what that movie is? I... No, I've never Anyone? seen it. Bueller? Negatory. Bueller? He's an elf. Huh. He's one of the elves. He's the, I think he's the uh, supervisor. He's the tall elf. He, he, no, that's Buddy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> these are all of Andrew's <laughs> least favorite movies. You're I, right I know. Up. I Wait, hate you don't, all of these you don't movies. Like, you don't like Christmas Story? No, I hate Christmas Story. Christmas I, Story I is my least. I don't love that movie. Why, why? Christmas Story is my least favorite film, I think, in existence. Why? Because it sucks and it's bad. But, no, no, like Why? Because it sucks. Not what? Don't I didn't say it's bad. Tell, I didn't say tell me what you think. I said tell me why you tell me, think. Okay, that. here I'll, I'll flip the script. Why do you like it? Because it's hilarious. It's not funny kids. in the slightest. What's not funny it's about not the funny kids? Not funny at all. Because nothing funny happens. I'm kind of. I'm more t like. I'm fine with it. I'll watch it. But when it comes to holiday movies, there's a lot. I'd rather watch Elf. I'd rather watch Lampoons. I mean, there's a there's a. Well, little, I mean, we all. I think we all know for a fact that the greatest Christmas movie ever is Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Yeah. So watch that one. I, I watched I watched it last night. Watch yeah. Lord of the Rings and watch Christmas Vacation. <laughs> and there you go. You're set for the year. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. Rachel. He also you, hates uh, Elf. Well, I can I can understand that. I love Elf. That I, may be my favorite Christmas movie. I'm okay with Elf. I'm not like love or hate. I'm like, it's fine. It's there are parts of it are funny. There's parts that are boring. But I don't understand why it would be hated unless you hate Will Ferrell. No, I don't hate Will. If Ferrell. you don't like Will Ferrell, well, then you're not gonna like Elf because it's entirely Will. I Ferrell. I don't hate Will Ferrell. I just I can't. I don't know. I just I don't like the story. I don't like the character. I think the character is super annoying. 
I think everyone around him is super annoying. I think everybody in that movie is super annoying. I think right. Zoe is giving her most I mean, annoying performance possible. I pr- can't personally give you too much crap because I'm the one that hates It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. So I don't like It's a Wonderful Life that much. Yeah. Why? That's a great, it's a classic. It's, it's a only beautiful a classic film. because it's old. If you release that movie now, yeah, nobody that's what it would means. watch it. It means a good Although movie that that's true old. about most movies that I was know. released at that time. It's actually like, it's not the story that bothers me. It's none of that. I can't take how people talked back then. <laughs> I can't take it. I can't take. I don't so like. So you don't like Jimmy Stewart's voice. I don't like Jimmy Stewart's voice. I don't like oldie. I, I mean, it's not. It's really not even specific to. It's a Wonderful Life. It's basically every movie from that time period. It just happens to be from that time period. Like I don't know. I probably wouldn't hate it as much if there was like a modern remake. And I didn't know that the other existed if it was just that. It's a little cornball, but I mean, how many movies that are holiday movies aren't a little cornball? They have to be. There's a Muppet uh, movie that is a take on It's a Wonderful Life. Have you seen it? And did you like it? I don't think I've seen it. It's a Wonderful Kermit. Is that what it's called? No. Oh. Uh, Muppet Christmas Carol's good, though. Another thing, I'm not really a big fan of the Muppets. Whoa, oh, Kevin. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. This is just oh, like no. the most negative segment ever. We're no, all some like, of them we are hate cool. this. We some hate this. Them. Like, I love Animal. He's the of best. Of course you do. You are Animal. <laughs> what about Fozzie Bear? You grew your hair out. You are Animal. Fozzie's okay. Fozzie's hilarious. He's okay. Fozzie's He's a- hilarious. He's Fozzie's great. Waka waka. Waka waka. He's okay. He's all right. What about the Swedish chef? He's great. He's my favorite. Yeah. I love the Swedish Chef and I love Beaker. Yeah. Let me guess. You have some sort of problem with Miss Piggy. No. Uh, I mean, no, no, no love or hate. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, I just don't like Kermit. What? What's wrong with Kermit's not even a Kermit's vanilla? I, I don't. Kermit's <laughs> vanilla ice cream. He's not He's even got a no riz whatsoever. That's, you're right. He has no riz. That's the problem. Kermit is beige it's wallpaper. Not easy what green? Is, okay. <laughs> That's like saying you hate the color of these walls. Kermit is nothing. You can't hate Kermit. <laughs> Kermit is nothing. <laughs> you, can't, you can't hate or love Kermit. Well, it's not a good sign for the show if the star of the show is nothing. It's it, he's the straight man. He introduces the wacky. No, and Gonzo's a creep. I love that we're just going to break on that. <laughs> it's like, and he's a creep. Cut the mics. <laughs> T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. A vote in favor of playing some audio in this segment. Let's do it. How vote ye? Mm. Yay. Andrew? Sure. Well, I yeah, guess it doesn't do matter it. anymore. Majority rules. Yeah, yeah All majority right. rules. So, uh, Rachel, you have audio that I'm curious, so you go first. Yeah, this is just kind of fun. Uh, it's from TikTok, of course. Um, <laughs> and it's a Taco Bell worker talking about how people come through their drive through sometimes thinking they're at a different restaurant. I'm sorry. This is not McDonald's. This is Taco Bell. Believe it or not, this is something that we have to tell customers every week at least, like three to four times. I know it seems surprising considering we have a couple large signs that say Taco Bell around the building, (laughs) but sometimes people are just on autopilot and drive into our drive-thru thinking they're somewhere else. And for our location, 90% of the time they think they're at McDonald's since we are very close to one. But we've had people think they're at Dunkin' Donuts, Chick-fil-A, Wendy's, and everywhere else you can even imagine. Usually they just pull up to the speaker and we're like, hi, how are you? And they respond and then they start ordering a Big Mac or chicken nuggets. And sometimes we'll even let them go on for a minute or two just because it's funny and it gives them a good reaction once they realize. Every time they just start laughing and it's a pretty wholesome moment because they thought they were at McDonald's or something. Everyone I've seen make this mistake has had a great attitude and laugh afterwards. Why is Nate Bargatze work at a Taco Bell? <laughs> His account is actually great because it's the whole voiceover is just over footage of him making a burrito. Oh, really? And I, I love stuff like that where it's just like you get to see behind the scenes at the fast food restaurant mm. or something. So it's weirdly very soothing. I don't know. I just thought that audio was kind of funny. Have you guys ever done that? Never once. No. I, I, I don't, there's, unless you're stoned, there's no way. The worst thing I've ever done is when you mean to go somewhere and you blow right past it and you're like, ah, I forgot I was going to go there. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, like you've never pulled up to a drive through at the at a place and ordered from the wrong place. If I ever have, which I don't think I have, but if I ever have, I noticed it before I started ordering. You know what I mean? I mean, you drive past a menu that's got like pictures of tacos. Yeah, like you're, sitting, right. you're sitting in front of a menu and a, at and the of moment course, of order. The Taco Bell is a pretty distinctive looking restaurant typically. Mm-hmm. And obviously, as he said, he got big electric signs that you're stoned if you're doing that probably yeah right i mean and i'm not even saying all people that are stoned are doing that i'm saying if you're doing that there's something wrong with you i don't know i i could i could almost see because i get really bad highway hypnosis sometimes and uh whenever i'll just be driving somewhere and then suddenly you know if i'm driving like towards where my apartment is i'll just auto autopilot take this certain street or whatever and then be like oh i am going the wrong way so i could almost see pulling up and being like oh it's time for my mcdonald's but but no like you guys said when you're sitting there looking at the actual sign something in your brain is going to click (laughs) 
you would hope. You know, the picture of the tacos on there didn't really get you. <laughs> Andrew, you have audio that sounds interesting as well. What's the, what's the T-Rex audio? Oh, yeah. the San, I've, I've held on to this one for a little while because I think it's really cool. Uh, this is the Sandia National Laboratory in New Mexico. All right. And they figured out that this, contrary to what we've been told, is what a T-Rex would actually sound like. Sounds like Jabba Jabba the old Saint Nick. Yep, the, the old man himself. It's <laughs> you guys are like he sounds like Santa. I'm like he sounds like Jabba the Hutt. I mean, when you if you guys have heard like the noise that an alligator makes, right? Mm, no, it sounds like a lot of times yeah. it sounds like a really big frog. <laughs> oh, okay. Like if they're just sitting there, it's like, and then you're like, everybody's like, oh, that's not a frog. Don't go over there. That's an alligator. That makes sense. <laughs> Because I mean, hey, like, it's don't go over there. Hey, don't go over there. I know what you're thinking. You think that's you're really, a frog? You're thinking that's a really big frog. Nope, that's an alligator. Don't do that. It is not a frog. No, they do that. They make that low rumble. That makes sense that they would do that. Yeah, kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I like it better than the crazy dragon they're, roar. They're saying a lot of uh, a lot of dinosaurs would have since their their ears, their heads, their all of that is just so different from ours. They probably would have mostly made noises that we like are, vibrations. Yeah, like yeah. too too low for us even to necessarily they pick sound up. like the Tibetan monks. Yeah. Too low for our ears in some cases to even uh, uh like that like the very beginning of that you could kind of hear sort of one of those where But the flying guys eventually would have sounded like birdies, right? Dunno. You'll have to ask the Sandia National Laboratory. Yeah, that's cool. That's not surprising to me. I actually kind of like it. Because almost all of what we thought we knew about dinosaurs for a long time is not totally true. It's entirely false. Like, yeah. they had feathers and stuff. Like, yeah. they, they weren't, like, just, like, big lizards. Well, because you got to remember, we were just we were just taking guesses. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, we obviously have the ability. We've only known about them for, like, know. 150 years. And then we're just like, hey, let's yeah. just... Uh, I mean, it probably looked like this if you put it all together. That looks like yeah, it makes I mean, sense. Well, we, we picture it, right? I mean, you, this, we, we can reconstruct the skeletons from the fossils... And you can get a look, but we wouldn't know what the skin color would be mm-hmm. unless we, you know, until now. We just figured, oh, well, maybe they're lizards. So, hey, let's put lizard skin on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that made sense for a time. Just mm-hmm. interesting that we find out things. It's kind of the same stuff that we all, like when Dave and I nerd out about, like, different things we find out about early humans and when we started doing things. A lot, like, not that long ago, we, they, they, we like, I'm a part of the community. The scientific community kind of figured out, yeah, you know what? T-Rex probably couldn't run. Yeah. They couldn't run. Their bodies would not be able to handle running yet mm-hmm. in Jurassic Park. That Too guy's big. hauling butt chasing Rolling that Jeep. <laughs> running all over the place. <laughs> all right. Prepare for a pop quiz, Rachel, Andrew. Okay. Not pop really. It. It's not really a difficult one. Pop it. But if we have time, we might play a second round of it. <laughs> Which Christmas movie character are you? Buddy the Elf. You're, you're the character you you're hate. The character you hate. Filled with self-loathing. <laughs> you guys know I'm filled with self-loathing. <laughs> be real. Oh gosh. Um, all, I mean, it doesn't have to be. You don't have to go through the rolodex of all of them in your head. But the ones that stand out to you, do, are you any of them? Who do I identify with? I, maybe like the Grinch halfway through. Because <laughs> I'm not a Grinch. I don't hate Christmas, but I also don't care about a lot of stuff regarding the holidays. 
And uh, most of the obligations, uh, my reaction is I don't want to do that. I want to be left alone and in hmm. peace. So, like, he's not all the way Grinch. I'm not gonna. I'm not trying to steal Christmas. So I'm not trying not, to ruin anybody's Christmas. Grinch. Yeah, but I'm like, you're on the rehab road. Yeah, when Grinch. he's like starting, to, his heart hasn't grown three sizes. It's maybe just one grown size. like one and a half. Okay. Yeah. Um, the only character that's popping into my mind is Mary from It's a Wonderful Life, and I don't know why, I, but I like her. Okay. Um, I think, I don't know. I just think she's cool. Um, I, I don't really like, I, I don't know. I, I guess I fail the quiz cause I don't have like a Christmas movie character that I'm like, Oh yeah, that's, that's right. Totally me. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't have Lock anybody I like really identify with. Mine is me or I am him, I guess. The okay. Heat, the heat miser. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, that is me. Rachel and I are trying to think of any Christmas movie with Kevin Wheeler in it. We're like, <laughs> sure, okay. I mean, I guess I could be Kevin. Yeah, from yeah, Home from Alone. Home Alone. That's what I think. Macaulay but Culkin and you are pretty maybe much. Maybe I'm Kevin yeah. from Home Alone. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you could be that. Like, I was a mischievous little kid, so I would have been doing weird. Kevin things. does the cheek slapping thing, but then he goes, "Let's go, <laughs> let's go." I do really like cheese pizza. Yeah. Um, and oh. if people were breaking into my house, I would probably set similar booby traps. I know, so. that would have been me, like, traps, let's go. <laughs> no, I would have I hid. I would have. You know what? No, I would have left. <laughs> he just gets under the bed. I would have left. If they come in, they go in the front door and I just go out the back. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. We got yeah, two doors for a here. reason, people. I'm out of here. That The premise of that movie is actually pretty disturbing. Well, yeah. I mean, it's negligent parents. Hey, guys, look at this funny movie. We left our child behind when we went overseas. Yep. And now he's being home invaded. <laughs> yeah. I know. And he's got yeah. two criminals. They're they're not good criminals. They're pretty horrible at it. But and still. then he's mutilating them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's the part I have the least problem with is beating the crap out of those stupid criminals. Stay out of the house. Joe mm. Pesci and the other one. Yeah. That other guy, the curly hair guy. I don't, I don't feel bad for is. him, right? He's yeah, got no, a real Art Garfunkel other- situation going <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. Well, that and like you know, Joe Pesci goes on to become a famous person who's in big, big movies, and he's a big star. And then everybody's like, "Yeah, that that curly hair guy from Home Alone." <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like he's got a real like uh, John Oates, Art Garfunkel, <laughs> and the uh, and the other Wet Bandit. I'm sitting here laughing because like if my hair was long, that's kind of what it would look like. It would be You'd have a fro it would kind be of poofy and curly. I would like to see you do that. Yeah, I would like to see it. Or at least it would have been when I was a kid. Like when I was here, I don't know. I don't know now. I don't I mean it's not going to be straight. My hair is obviously not straight. It's kinky and goofy and curly and weird. But uh, yeah, it, it's a it's a it's a bit of a curse. I'm not going to lie. So we did who we think we are. Yeah, yeah. Who is your favorite Christmas movie character? Because mine is probably Cindy Lou Who because she is so okay. cute. From the original animated Grinch. Mm. She's a little cutie. Let me Google Christmas movie. Cousin Eddie. Okay. That's yeah. my favorite. He's pretty good. He is by far the greatest character in any Christmas slash holiday movie in the history of humankind. You serious, Clark? He is the best. Everything he says is funny. Who's yours, Andrew? Everything. Boy, I don't know. I don't really like uh, Christmas movies. And so... you, get on, you get on me. <laughs> I guess being, I guess by default there is a Garfield Christmas special, so Garfield. Garfield. So yeah. Garfield is your favorite Christmas mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think so. You don't like Christmas Vacation, but that's not. But again, I could say like Clark Griswold. He's I love Clark, Clark Griswold, well, but I, he's not a Christmas character. He's a. It's not. It's from a Christmas movie. He's that from was a like Christmas the, that movie. was like the third one of those Christmas. Well, so is Garfield. 
by that by that token. Right. I, yes, exactly. Yeah, but, so you're going against your own logic. So I'm choosing Garfield then again. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, again, that, that's true. Garfield. Because the question wasn't like necessarily straight up, you know, Christmas character. It was a movie character. Uh, maybe it's got to check the semantics, maybe Kevin. Uh, maybe it's John McClane. Oh, don't do. We don't have time for that. No, we're not going to start a, that. It's not a. It's not a. Mo- it's not a Christmas movie. I mean, it is. But I think it is. Yeah. It happens at Christmas. It is. That it's doesn't all about, make it. A, oh my it's god! It's all about reuniting with your family at Christmas time and then fighting with the bad guys. Like I wouldn't say like, <laughs> oh, put it in the top five Christmas movies ever, but it's set at Christmas what, time. What time of year does it take place? Christmas. What's happening has... when the bad guys take over? Christmas party. Exactly. What's he coming into town Rachel for? Is totally Christmas. G- Rachel is totally guessing What's his at that. goal? Why is he coming to town? What's he? What's to he get back together with his wife because they're kind of going through a rough time. Yeah. She's guessing all of this. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 